the chanting and chanting is part of something called puja which means to praise or lift up um, moving into another level of mind you might say from the sort of more pragmatic or functional poetic level imaginative level so this is why you get the the chanting is part of a kind of a, a ritual form yeah. and the nature of ritual is it's something that's uh, it's, it's, a, it's outside of circumstance you know, so it's not about Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday it's or you know what's happening in my body right now it's it's a particular timeless piece that we place as a as a sign as a nimitta you could say you know this is the nimitta of refuge you know on one level we're living in towns and cities and so on on another level hearts aren't living in those places <laughs> you know because chitta doesn't really live on the on the sensory level when you come here, you know, Jesus doesn't change because you've moved 500 miles. Yeah. So the chitta level is beyond, not in space and time. It's in the level of resonance, karma, accumulations, aspirations. And so we have a timeless peace that you place. Always to remind yourself it's not Monday, Tuesday. You know, it's this time, it's this particular heart time. Really. And that's embodied the actions, embodied actions, offering, first action. Yeah. First action of the day is offering. Mm. Yeah. That's the heart opening. Yeah. And then we're offering heart opening. We're not really offering too many body in particular. The heart opening with the gestures of this is how the heart opens with flowers, which is morality, ethics, ethical sensitivity. With uh, incense or water, if you like, something that suffuses and saturates samadhi, permeates things. Uh, harmonizes uh, you know, it's beautiful uh, it, uh, whereas our normal life is lived in very much little personal boxes physical box living within a brick box living with a street box in a city box in a nation box Actually, then the qualities is, is out of the box. Um, whereas those boxes create edges, you know, mine and yours, and so forth. And the samadhi, the permeations suffuse those, so that melts down the edges. Uh, heart experience. Mm. Candles, the light. You have to turn them on, They're not automatically. You have to physically light them. That's wisdom. So you've got to do yourself. Uh, wisdom is 
this training is an action that gives right to luminosity. So both these are wisdom. The action itself is a wise action, discernment, and it gives rise to another kind of wisdom called realization or seeing. So you set yourself up like that. Whatever these terms mean, it's also what they don't mean. This isn't uh, worshipping something. Nature of any form is it, it tends to become stale, ossifies, loses its vitality, it becomes a thing once it's in the world of form. So that movement dynamic, making the offering, bowing, chanting, trying to bring a living dynamic into that reform into that structure structure on its own can't work the dynamic needs a structure to express itself the opening salutation is just a, a, a rec- is a, an evocation of the quality of offering and praising and praising itself puja, the word praising doesn't quite get it because it's not a um, praising as in praise and blame it's a doesn't really fit into the normal culture. The honouring, put it into that expression you honour, lift up. That lifting up is a heart action. So you're training, your heart can be trained, it can sink, it can struggle, it can get bogged down. And that can feel very hopeless and embedded and me and I'm always this way. As the karmic field seems like me gets entrenched, then all the details come flooding in after it. It's the why I'm this way or should be that way or something. And then you're getting embedded. So <laughs> This is so uh, disappointing and uh, um, fruitless that it's important to find a way to recognize the heart can actually be consciously encouraged to lift. And that's the honoring. So in the act of honoring, the heart lifts. Uh, so the very quality of, of, of uh, chanting, rather than reading, is using the breath and the body and sound to support that, that lift. It's not an act of the will, it's not saying, come on, get up there, feel good. That doesn't work. 
But if you use resonance, an embodiment, heart picks up the energy of breathing, which rises and then streams out when you breathe out. You're the breathing out is a, is a way that almost like an offering, sending it out, suffusing. You hear the sound, the sound wraps around you. So you're within that. The sound is, the chant is not hurried. Sound wraps around. It's a steady, bright, calming, sonorous quality. When you're listening, hearing that, that sound wrapping around you, you know, you, you get into the loop. You're both making the sound, receiving the sound. And that loop, that circling, that's what lifts. That's that's the dynamics of the heart. If you put it out, you bring it out, and you listen to it, it comes back. The tone of what you presented comes back. So you could say it's a form of karma, action result. And you start with a little bit of something you can live to. Okay. There's something I can respect in the, my experience, the Buddha, or the Dhamma, you know, wisdom, teacher, purity, whatever. I can honour that. A little suggestion, you know, embody it, breathe it, tone it, hear it, and the quality of that tonality helps to make the concept into a perception, felt sense. This is the bright. This is the natural. As natural as my breathing is. This is the bright. This is that gesture of lifting and honouring something, which is a beautiful thing to do. It lifts the heart. Then go into that. Whereas in the world of circumstance, it's not so easy, perhaps, to find uh, phenomena that you can honour. Uh, you know, things you can like. Or, but plenty of things that are disappointing and frustrating and depressing. We can go into those. Heart sinks down. Helpless, stuck. So, no way, that doesn't give you much of a lift boost for practice, a sense of urgency maybe. But puja isn't something we're doing all day, as that this is the only practice we can do, but it is a, a tone marker and an attempt to create a generate an experience that is experienced as lifting. Heart lifts, opens. Yeah, and what is it open to? Uh, Buddha, awakening, and 
all these various qualities. But perhaps even in addition to that, the fact that the Buddha or Buddha occurred in a human form. So perhaps we might get a sense of this is an ancestor. If this is a, a spiritual family. You know, the human form as something we feel connected to rather than disconnected from or he's dead or I don't like her or who does he think he is? <laughs> you know, the human form we feel a sense of this is an ancestor who did everything he could during that time lifespan to encourage, to cheer, to straighten, to present, to live truth and did it, didn't ask for anything back and we, we, we've inherited that both what he did and the fact that he could do it and cared enough and ukampa is to, to do so, didn't need to. So that's our ancestor. It's a pretty beautiful role model, in my opinion. And what feels a sense of gratitude. So that honouring is also flavoured with some you know, sense of lineage and gratitude. Whereas our human connectedness, in other ways, can be pretty fragmented and problematic. This one isn't. That self is pretty hot, stirring. <laughs> you know, the one who doesn't let, doesn't turn away. Never turn anybody away. Never turn anybody away. to this dying moment. Mm. And when we recollect Dhamma, The, uh, the recollection of it, this is so um, universal and uh, non-technical. It's not about Zen Dhamma or Adriana Dhamma or Burmese Sakipatana Dhamma or Thai Forest Dhamma or Insight or Samatha or this. It's so universal. And Santitika directly known, directly sensed, directly touched. Mm. You don't have to get into the, is this better than that? Which is the easy way, which is the whatever. You know? 
So it's pre-lineage or pre-Buddhism. Kaliko, not about time, it's not about that arrow moving forward, placing you where you are. This is a powerful reminder, placing you where you are, not somewhere, somewhere in the future, not dragging the past along with you. When the mind hovers in the present, not turning back to the past, not itching, moving forward, that's the place of realisation. Because of that, because of these qualities, there's an invitation to come in here. Come in here. It's an open place. Come in here. Check it out. That's the gesture. What do you check out? Well, what's here for you? Physical feeling, perceptions, memories, energies, qualities of fatigue or brightness or sickness or health. In here, what's received, what's experiencing that? What's always here? So it's what's the sky behind the clouds? That's really here. The rest of it, work with it. Opanayiko means leads, leading. Uh, this translation, the top question was it's leading inwards or onwards? <laughs> and people like different senses of that, but it means pertinent. It leads, it's actually, you, you pick it up, it, it's going to go somewhere by itself, you don't push it forward. I have to build it up, you, you enter it and it, it shows you things that encourage you, encourage your heart to move this way, here. This is where, you, you know, talk about nimitta signs. You look for the sign, the sign which is a heart sign of, oh, what's that? Hey, oh, what's that about? In there, so you get that, the mind, heart speaks back, it says, hey, hey, I'm here, look at this, this is where I'm struggling, or this is where the, this is where it is, or this is where the ending of suffering, if we tackle this. Pachatang, authentic, in yourself, it's authentic. You actually actualize rather than theorize. And, uh, and to actualize means you come from a realization into an actualization, which is in this very personal, subjective experience. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that, I'm, I'm embodying that, I'm living that. Made it up or renewed, seen, reviewed by discernment. If you could understand the process, mm. or wisdom, the wise understand this process, this is a pretty encouraging uh, recollection.
puja, setting the tones, defining the territory, and then based upon that, you pick up your Dhamma Vijaya, investigation of Dhamma, you pick up your aspiration, you pick up your remembering right view, discern, look for the bright sign, look for the sign of that which you rise to, look for that sign. Then you pick up the skillful means of your meditation practice to make this into an actuality. So let's take some fun time for direct practice. <laughs>